We didn't have as much banter this week. Not as cold of an open. Oh, have we been recording? Kind of. Kind of. We got the mics working. That's good. Yep. We do have the mics working. I'm going to stop working. I think that's the key. I need to not work during these. Yeah. I think that's the key. I think we need to clear out the fridge. It do stink a little bit. Kevin, I don't know about you, but that royalty trap music just gets me know, fucking gets me going. I'm so amped. Good to see your face, Kevin. I haven't seen you in like a week. Yeah, need to come in more. I think, uh, did we talk about this last podcast? Hard to say. Why don't you come to the office, Kevin? Not to put you on the spot right Oof. away here. Um, I've got a computer set up at home that works a little bit better than this one. This one might need to go in the shop soon. Do you like working from home? Not really. No. Do you think you're more productive working at home? Probably not. I'm not very productive working at home. I had a I've had a bunch of conversations this week about homework versus studio work. It's just different. Like the atmosphere is just off. The vibes are different. I need to come in more. Yeah. I'll be in more this summer when I'm able to bike. I need you here, Kevin, for my uh for my for my mental health. Mutual mental health. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, for us, for us together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like having the studio empty every day is kind of sad. It's kind of nice because I get to like be here and like focused and working and get shit done. But yeah, man, it sucks. I mean, it's tough to not have the crew here. And like now with like vaccinations kind of coming, you know, we're vaccinated. Almost. You're not. You're still waiting to take your. I get my second one on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Okay, so Kevin, Monday is going to be a rough on. But I mean, it's again, we'll it might not hit you. I feel like it will. I didn't feel. You like, think <laughs> I didn't feel anything after that first shot? I think it's just going to hit me like a Mack truck. But you'll see. I mean, listen, depends. You find out how strong your immune system is. Yeah, so they say. That's what they're be. That's saying. what all the experts are saying. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Kevin, it's you know, without with with, I'm I'm getting a little jealous of some people that are sort of opening back up their uh, offices and. Uh, people uh running around and uh you know kind of business as usual yeah i mean there have been people in our country who've been business as usual for a little bit now yeah i mean uh, at least kevin if you're here you know I, i'm feeling better true so uh let's give a quick shout out real quick uh kevin and i are drinking united sodas of america toasted coconuts and what type of rum what type of rum is this, Kevin? I have no idea. I can't see the label. We're not affiliated with the rum, so it doesn't matter. We're not no free ads yeah, for no, the rum company. No free ads. Only only free ads for ZipRecruiter. Yeah. Kevin, did you know that uh launching a business <laughs> is a dream of mine? Yeah? Yeah. We're uh three weeks strong. Yeah, ZipRecruiter. They didn't sponsor the pod this week, actually. Ooh. Well So hopefully they'll be back next week. We need a new ad. We do we need a new ad. So uh ad sales department. Uh, we need to talk to them. We also need to talk to our talent booker because we need we need talent. It's we Kevin, do need this talent. is week three and it's just me and you, Kevin. There's a thought when you're building a podcast that you build it from the base. Yeah, you, you get the two base people, you know, riffing real good, and then you start adding pieces on top. You know, got it. You build an audience, and that got way that we're not dependent on guests. So we're building the foundation. Yeah, I think also guest booking would be a little easier. Like, put a time on the calendar consistently every week. Oh, you're saying for the pod for us. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's fair too. I mean, that's true in that if we had a guest, then we would be aligned to a time. If it's just on whatever Kevin and Alex time, then yeah, true. It'll get pushed back. It becomes hard. Um, Kevin, I want to ask you a big question. Mustache today? Yeah. Is this? Uh, can I get a good look at this puppy? So just a stash. 
Kevin is mostly clean shaven. I have a little little center side project that that went down this week, and it's you know I was trying to get it done for today, but we had some we had some file issues, and uh, you'll you'll, you'll <laughs> a be, center side project. Yeah, you'll be seeing it. You'll be seeing it sometime soon. Wow, I'm both I'm both excited and uh, just a but, uh, tad bit. Yeah, nervous. you should be excited. It's uh, I'm uh, it's a good it's, I, it's, it's a good one. It sounds good. It's the first time I've heard of this uh, this this uh, operation. So. Yeah, nervous but tentatively excited. Um, it's, it's an internal one that maybe could be external. I love I it. I love it. I love an internal thing that could be. It was an for the it's, it's for our birthday. It is our birthday, Kevin. So cheers. Three years. Of the uh, Center Design Studio LLC, aka Center. What a wild ride! What a ride! What a racket! Is it a racket? Is that how you want to describe a business? It's a racket. <laughs> it's not. That's not like an endearing term. No, isn't racket like a fake business? Like, no, isn't that what the no doesn't don't mobs run rackets? Like a racket is. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. I just looked it up. A dishonest scheme, trick, business, or activity. That's not us. We're we're uh, no. That's racket. an organized illegal activity such as bootlegging or the extortion of money from legitimate business by threat or violence. Shit, that kind of sounds cool. That I'm, is actually. Can I uh, now that I can I open up the center racket, um, the branch? racket company? Yeah. Can I be the racket department? You, <laughs> chief racket uh, officer. Um. Yeah. No, Kevin. This is uh. This director, is real business. This director is... of racketing. Here, good question for you. What is your top like? Give me your top to YouTube classic clips. Oh shit. Like classic internet 1.0, internet 2.0 like YouTube videos. Like if you had to say like what's your what's your favorite YouTube video? Maybe just give me your number 1. Like I'll tell you mine and maybe this will jumpstart yours. My favorite YouTube clip other than Matarian Milton, which I think is maybe probably number 1, is the zombie kid who likes turtles. Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Okay, I got, I got you. Now. That's got my you favorite now. YouTube video. I'm gonna watch it right now. That's to me. That's my like. I don't know why, but just it hits me right there in the that's funny a good bone. one. It's a classic. Classic on the scene. Gonna talk to a kid in a full makeup, a full zombie makeup. And he delivers one of the greatest lines in internet history. I like turtles. I mean, it's just it's 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 outstanding. I mean, Latarian Milton. I uh, just want to having doing uh, doing bad things is fun. I just want to do hood rat shit with my friends at like eight years old. He stole a car too, right? That was the story. Yeah, <laughs> a, le- a legend, an absolute legend. Of the game. Yeah. All right, so Kevin, now my, okay. ready to do it again. What is your number one? Um, I like this clip. It's Weather Boy. Have you seen this one? So it's this reporter. Um, he's at a fireworks stand and okay. he's trying to get a little sound bite from this kid. <laughs> and he's asking him what he bought. Oh, I've never seen that. It's incredible. Yeah, that's a kid sketchy. That's a top tier one. Yeah, there's something about a clip where there's a guy in the scene and they cut to him and then he's doing he has a live hit, as they say in the biz, mm-hmm. and it just goes absolutely wrong. That just that really hits. There's the the leprechaun police police sketch, I think is probably in my in my Mount Rushmore of of of, of YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. 
One of my top YouTube videos of all time is every Tim Allen grunt from Home Improvement. It's a 14-minute compilation, that. and it's it's amazing. That's good. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know whether boy is absolutely that's 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 iconic. that's my energy that's iconic stuff yeah i, so, I based my entire personality off that video that's that's pretty good so kevin how are you doing feeling it's friday we got we got drinks we're doing the pod oh yeah how's the week been in there in, in in the design studio are you excited about elon musk hosting snl this weekend what are you i'm actually i'm actually gonna watch it because really? i want to see what goes down you want to see what he does yeah i mean he's, he's yeah he's a douchebag but he's kind of it's kind of maybe, funny. maybe Kevin know. help me understand this, and I think maybe this is a, a good topic. Maybe we can. It's not on the rundown, but we could talk about it. It was on the rundown earlier. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was. Okay. Why? Why is Elon Musk outside of just being rich and kind of eccentric? Like, why is he hated so much to the point where like people are asking for SNL to not let him be the host? Hmm. That's a good question. I can't go into the minds of those people. Yeah. I am not really one of them. I really don't give a shit what SNL does. I don't particularly sure. like SNL. I don't think they're that funny or whatever. Disagree, but yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. Well, we'll agree to disagree. They have their moment. I think SNL is as funny as it's been in the last 10 years right now. I think that's true. Maybe the surrounding world of comedy has just gotten to that level of snl yeah i mean that's always been the pr not the problem but like the challenge with modern snl is like every and youtube good mm -hmm. segue here like everything on youtube is funny like or not everything but like there's just so much funny yeah. content out there and so they make a show in a week and it's hard to compete even on top topics like where there's hey we're gonna talk about bill and melinda break up or you know something like you know, it's hard to be, you know, sometimes they're doing things like four on the, on the spot four or five days later and people are on Twitter just putting out hot takes and, and it's hard to compare it. But I think as far as a comedy show goes, I would say every week, which I, I watch SNL each week, I'm generally entertained. I, I often fall asleep, which is fair. Well, yeah, it's Saturday night. It's Saturday night. It's pretty late, but that's a classic pastime. It's, you have to fall asleep. To Saturday that's right. Night. I mean, if it's. Yeah, it's, it's SNL. You fall asleep. Yeah. You, know, you rarely make it. I rarely make it to the end. But like, and again, they have some real stinkers. But mm -hmm. I think shooting percentage wise, I would say this cast, right? I think they hit high numbers. I think they're batting like 300, maybe four, 400, which yeah. is like I'm one like out of every three skits is like funny. I think they're, I, that's my personal point of view. I think SNL is unfairly maligned. I think it's pretty good. There, I mean, there are some episodes that I watch and I'm just like, damn, this is unfunny. So, and I worry this will that will be the issue this week with Elon Musk. Like, he just won't be funny. And I think that's... I, I mean, mean, but that's not why people are upset. People are upset because they're like, we're giving this guy a platform. Like, are you not allowed to be rich and weird anymore? I don't know. I mean, he already has a platform. It's not like he's going to grow his platform by being on SNL. Like, I just don't understand like why like people are calling for him like SNL. And again, maybe maybe I'm just un misinformed or uninformed here where I just don't know enough about Elon Musk, but like unless he did something that I don't know, like it, 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 from what I gather, he's just rich and weird. Is it are you not allowed to be rich? No. Anymore? Right? And I'm not saying like cuz I feel like people, you know, the guillotine the, you know the guillotine outside of you know bezos's house and again like I, that's funny shit now that's that's a good snl skit no but it's i just i again it's this kill the rich sort of mentality and i'm just i'm i'm, I'm again i'm no no one should be that rich and i don't think jeff bezos is like a good guy 
but I'm just I'm just trying to understand it where yeah. like a guy that's rich and weird is not allowed to host SNL, a comedy show that's like notorious for like being sort of a little edgy or used to be edgy, right? Like I don't think I have the answer for you when, <laughs> why people are mad. Um, so maybe Kevin report back. But I, again, yeah, we'll, I know you I'll don't speak back. for all of your generation, but I look to you as the voice True. of the generation. I mean, he to help does me have these things. He does have an exorbitant amount of wealth. Agreed. And but people I'm saying, are like, is that do we do we do we hate him? Because do we all? I we mean, do you want, to, you want me to say what? You want me to talk about my beef with Elon Musk? Yeah, we don't need to go to Mars. Like, what? What? What's there? What's there for us? We're not going to exist there. You got to wear a suit. You kidding me? You can't even breathe there. Like, why don't we put that money into our current situation? Try yeah. to improve it. Okay. And uh, I, Mars is unnecessary at the moment. There is something about space travel that is a bit of a dick measuring like contest of like. And that's like that's my gripe is like he's, yeah he's like he's like a tech bro like he's sure always trying to show off his his dick. Agreed, but so. If so, I'm just again. I'm just trying to understand here because I plan on trying to get really rich, which I'm is again. I'm we're, uh, this is yeah. billionaire level, which I will never. No, I mean this is where the levels were not. I'm not. I'm not getting to in my lifetime. I don't think. But I just want to understand. Like, is Bill Gates? Is that is that the model? Like, you get that rich, and then you got to give it all. You give it all to, like, charity, and then you're then you're in the clear. But Bill Gates isn't like beloved as like a humanitarian. No, Bill Gates is kind of a piece of shit. So it's like I just don't understand. Like you're not allowed to be. It seems like you're not allowed to be rich anymore. It's not that you're not allowed because obviously you are allowed. No, you're allowed. And I'm it's not saying you're it's not encouraged. I'm saying like the, I think there's a big difference in the way that people think about money, and I think this is like good conversation because like young people have a different vantage point on the world, and they look at people like Bezos and Zuckerberg. And I mean, granted, all these people are kind of pieces of shit. So I understand. But like, I couldn't. Is there a billionaire or someone that's really rich that young people are like, this guy is cool? No, billionaires no. shouldn't exist. That's the that's the motto. It's, uh, What's the motto? Billionaires just shouldn't exist. Got it. So it's once you get much. that B, you're target, you're, you're an enemy. Yeah, I mean, unless you're like a major philanthropist, but like at that point, it's like, are yeah. you even gonna have? Are you even gonna be a billionaire? Like, sure. No, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I, I just, I genuinely am intrigued by it because I think it's a generationally, it's, it's a new way of thinking about like success, and I think that's good. Like, I think this is a good thing. I'm not, I'm not here to yeah. <laughs> say like being a billionaire is dope. Like. But I just I, I I grew up in an era where like if you were on the cover of Forbes and it said like world's youngest billionaire, that was not like, all right, let's all get our fucking, you know, our, our spears and like try to take that. Like it was a aspiration, like aspirationally like cool thing to be rich. And I think that's what's changing. And I think that's a I think it's a good thing. And I don't think it's like, I, again, I'm not like. I don't have a strong opinion either way, really, because I'm here's my one thought on it. I think the people that hate the rich, if they were rich, they wouldn't be on the side of maybe they that they're on. 
I mean, I shit. I mean, I would love to be rich. But... I'm saying if Kevin Batori but... like comes up with some fucking new technology and the podcast is, goes fucking bananas. If I make a billion dollars, Kevin off this podcast... like creates some thing and some website, all of a sudden, boom, it's a billion dollar business. Yeah, but I think I is would. Is Kevin Batori going to then be like, all right, philanthropy time? I may, you know. Yeah. I know you would, yeah, but, and I know you would, but I, I think there's certainly enough money in there to, you know, to, to solve some problems and to, <laughs> yes, of course. But I think your, I think your perspective on rich people would, would you wouldn't feel the way that you do. I think I already hate myself, and I got rich. If I got rich, I would totally hate myself. Still, you would, you would hate yourself. Yeah, you just don't shake those type of things. I, lo- I but I, I like that though. I, lo- I like that idea of success and how it's changing and how it's like being rich is not the end all be all because i think like as a as a kid growing up like in the 90s it was like yo being rich is the goal it's the fucking like it's it's the dream and i think right now i think it's like yo get rich and watch out like get rich and fuck off no i mean it's like don't don't be rich and put it in my face don't hoard money don't be rich and go on snl you know what I mean? That's what I mean. Like that's what I'm intrigued by. It's like you can't be rich and also be like Are you saying that rich people are the victims here? I'm not being I'm not I'm not I'm not <laughs> I'm intrigued by the shift in thinking. There's being rich and then there's being like Billionaire Bill rich. Gates, Elon okay. Musk, like there's there's those guys. Okay. And I think that's I, I again, I agree there's a delineation between being rich and being a billionaire. But I do think there is a little bit of a of a shift here and I just wonder if it's I, it, it's just it's it's interesting to me as a, as a someone who looks at the way the world is changing between the world of the 90s and 2000s to the world of the 2020s. Yeah. All right, first topic. Let's get into it because we 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 were we went long there on uh, that might be a cold open. Elon Musk and fucking <laughs> Bill Gates talk. I would uh, next time we get into that, I'll I'll be a little bit more prepared. You drank your fucking drink as fast as hell, Kevin. Yeah. Um. So the first topic of the week that Kevin has here for us to chat about is Nike's accessible shoe is inaccessible to people who actually need it. The shoe uh, came out, I believe, about a month ago. It's called the Nike Go Fly Ease. And if you haven't seen it, it's sort of an impressive concept, I think, in the fact that, you know, the video has the shoes sort of like fold open and that you don't need hands to sort of open it and to get your foot inside of it. Built a little bit like a slipper in that you can kind of just get your foot in there and kind of just hit the ground and go. It sort of has features sort of a patent pending by stable hinge and midsole tensioner that allows hands-free access to a snug and secure fit. Kevin, do you tie your shoes? I tie my shoes probably every three months. Every three months. When they come untied, yeah. That's my first beef with the shoe. I don't tie my shoes, period. All shoes are sort of slipper shoes. Well, but do you grab the the back of your heel to, to get your foot in? Nope. You slide them in. I just put my foot in and I'm off to the races. But I mean, again, I think this is an admirable thought, right? Which is to create a shoe that is a little bit easier to get in and out of. So the challenge here is that the shoe, because it kind of features a new type of sneaker design and patent, it's hyped. Oh, yeah. It's got a lot of hype. And because it got a bunch of press, uh, sneakerheads bought 
the sneakers. They snatched them up. And now people that actually have disabilities are unable to get them because the price is going up on StockX. And now the sneakers that retail for what, a hundred bucks or a couple, you know, maybe 200 bucks, they are going for $466 right now. Let's see what they are in my size. 350 so a little bit better. This is uh, the highest form of irony, right? Accessible shoes, inaccessible for people who need them. Classic sneakerheads snatching something up. I really, I don't fuck with sneaker culture. I think hype is, I think that hype shit is so, so dumb. It's chuggy, if you will. We'll say that for later. <laughs> chuggy. You just drop into chuggy? People who are like legitimately like snatching up several pairs of sneakers. And you know, yeah. I can't hate if you're doing it for support yourself, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the sneaker resell hype thing has gone too far. And in fact, I think it ruined sneakers. I think so. Like I used to, I used to cop like a, a new pair of sneakers probably every other month. I had, I had a pretty serious collection from like basically as soon as I started making money as a designer to three years ago, maybe five years ago, where I would like care what the new sneaker that was coming out, that was hype, that was like, yeah. you know, hard to get and try to get, you know, you know, Nike app or, you know, try to get some pairs of, you know, whatever the new sneaker thing is, but I'm totally out on that. Yeah. And I think, I think it's this, the resell thing that just ruined it. Yeah. Like people camping out for sneakers. Like, come on. It's not even that though. It's like, I can get the sneaker right now. I can click two buttons and get it. I just have to pay three times the price for what it yeah. is. And that's that, and that, that's that's super lame. Yeah. I think it comes back on Nike too because if you're going to create a accessible sneaker like yeah. maybe don't let it fall into the the hype train. Like maybe produce enough that you know do a big enough run to where there's yeah. enough for people who need it. And Nike's not. They are what they are. They're on the on the surface they're progressive, but uh you know they're still using sweatshops and in in Asia and other places and uh, Yeah, I mean I know, think that, their intentions think, are good here. I think they like to pretend they care and Yeah. But when the bottom dollar comes around it you know. Yeah, I mean matter. the sneaker is like again, it's just like hype and and culture of 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 sneaker head. It just it's there's nothing cool about it anymore. I don't think it's cool. And yeah. I, I do think this sneaker design is pretty that's the in, that's the thing about it that's like a little frustrating. It's like the design of it is cool and I I wish people that wanted to get it could get it. But I mean, it's just, there's just nothing like the reseller market has killed yeah. sneaker. Shout out to at not Louie on TikTok and Instagram. He's a disabled young man who makes some good ass content. He's funny, awesome. Funny dude. He made the video. Um, oh, he made this out, video yeah. about calling the video, them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That dude seemed like the man. He had a fucking, uh, I don't know what the poster is, but I mean, it's classic. This is a classic American shit. Like, oh, of course, accessibility, inclusion, but only if you got money. Yeah, I mean, it just made it. It just, it just made it. Uh, the the it was a doom poster. Yeah, I mean, it's just like classic Nike making something that's cool, but also just yeah. I think the bottom line is sneakerhead like uh, resellers and hype culture and all that shit is super lame, and it's and it and it, it ruined something that actually I kind of quite yeah. liked eat the resellers it just it just makes it lame it just doesn't there's nothing cool about having like a hyped sneaker anymore it's just like nah i don't know and i i mean maybe we'll come back and people will get into it but i just i don't think 
I don't know, in 2021, if you're like sc- scouting StockX for this new, you know, Jordan release, it's just like <clears throat> the ship has sailed on the, the sneaker head. But again, there's still so much money to be made and there's still so many people that yeah. disagree with me. But I just, I just, it lost, it lost the, I lost, it, I fell out of love with it. And like, I've been wearing New Balance ever since we worked with them. And to be honest, New Balance just makes more comfortable yeah. sneakers. At this you know point. what's cool to me? I found a pair of Jordan 4s on the, on the sidewalk uh, that's ca- the other that's, month. That's and they're, pre- they're pretty sick. They're in crazy good condition. Um, Yo. They're not even creased. They got a little scuff on the on the toe box, but I was rocking those. On, <clears> uh, I was rocking those on Saturday, and I felt like... I feel like the man. Jordan fours are my personal favorite Jordans. Yeah. And I hate Michael Jordan. Yeah. I mean, Michael Jordan is a piece of shit, but like, listen, this again, this is just me personal. I'm a Knicks fan. I grew up yeah. in the nineties. He tortured all of my friend, my, my favorite teams. So I don't wear a ton of Jordans, but the only Jordans that I actually genuinely love are those. Weren't you trying to cop these before the die line conference, uh, in 2019? It's possible. Is this I mean, the colorway? I th- no, I have yeah. the Jordan Four breads. Those oh, are the ones that the I have, breads. and um, it's sort of like the classic black. And I just, I, it's a great sneaker. It is a classic. It's one. a great. I mean, it's a great design, and it's like it just looks cool as hell. And yeah, there is something like there's something that you feel like when you put on a fresh pair of kicks, and like it's summertime. And so I mean, like again, like I just don't want the, like I just I hate that this this sneaker. Has fell into that yeah. for all the reasons, yeah. but again, I agree with you. Nike could make more of these sneakers. Yeah, they could simply push, send one email, push a button, and there could be more of these for the people who need them. That's right. All right, so we're we're out on uh, sneaker resale culture. We're in on disabilities and trying to make things that are designed to make their lives easier. And uh, just don't just don't put it on like hype beast, or just don't tell tell people that they. You can publicize it, but. I don't. I, I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to stop the the culture. I think it. if also right now, if you wear these, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> like if I <laughs> if I roll up in the studio and I'm wearing the fucking Nike Go Fly E's, you're like, yeah. yo, don't. You can't wear those. Yeah, I mean, if you see some on the streets, it's it's on site, right? You know, you just gotta <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta throw it down, right? Hey. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah, for those trying to, you know, again trying to paint the picture of Kevin. Kevin is a is a frugalista. I haven't purchased a pair of shoes since October 2019. Really? Yeah, I, it was, the last pair I bought were those uh, beat to shit Air Force ones. I keep those talking. those Air Force ones are cooked. They're literally like dark brown on the outside. Kevin, <laughs> on explain the outside. to me. Ex- explain, uh, younger millennial. Explain to older millennial. Why is it cool to have beat to shit sneakers? That I don't. I'll never I mean, understand. I don't know if it's cool, but like, I no, you I know, Kevin, don't play coy with me. I don't think it's cool. Like, I think those they looked much better when they were like fresh, <laughs> or at least more fresh. But you're but not the only one in on this planet that it. Like, it just kind of says that you don't really, you don't really fuck with consumerism. Like, All right. I'm not about to purchase a new pair of sneakers. I think that's the moral of the, like the show concept is like the world is changing. Yeah. And Alex finds out via Kevin. Maybe. Because I think this goes back to our original topic that we we're talking about in terms of like wealth and capitalism. Say someone bought you a pair of Jordan 4 fresh out the box. I would wear the shit out of them. You would. Yeah. I'll wear I'll rock the Jordans and next time I'm in the stew. Yeah. They're they're pretty fresh. Like they've Those, got the ones they've you got, just showed me. They've got one scuff on them. 
and it's really not even noticeable. But I was like, Sick. I was, I was kind of thinking, like, yo, should I, should I bike in these this summer? Should I just fuck them up? Well, and I mean, my I... shoe, like those shoes are fucked from because I bike in them. Like I, I do every, like those are my like everyday riders. Biking with shoes in the city really fucks them. You know, if you go to the park or it's the summertime in Brooklyn, you go like you go around. You're gonna see some people purposely wearing cooked Air Force Ones that like look like they should be. Yeah, like those ones. Yeah, like the ones you're wearing. Yeah, and I, I mean, don't, and I like I, I guess what you've helped me understand is like people do that because they're like, I don't care about your nice yeah, sneakers. Like, what do I have to gain by wearing a nice pair of sneakers to the park? No, I'm just going to take them off and go barefoot anyway. No, I know, but it goes We're back to this original dirty. idea that like, it's not cool to be rich. It's not cool to subscribe to the traditional forms of American consumerism and capitalism. Anymore. There it is. But that, I mean, it's all tied together though. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's where it's like, you show that, and if you come up and you're like, yo, I'm wearing this, like, I got my Nike Fly Ease, and I paid $500 on StockX, and I got my fucking, like, you know, my my off-white hoodie, and I got my Balenciaga hat, and I got my, like, there's nothing less cool than that. Yeah, you're a douchebag. Like, but I mean, unless you're, unless you're getting some fits off. So that's where the there, line it, is. That's there's the line. a bounce. Like, there's a bounce. Because, you know, if I had the means, maybe I would have a couple, I would, I would have potentially purchased a couple more pairs of sneakers in my in my day but yeah i do value the sneakers and i value fashion yeah. but i'm not trying to waste like i'm not trying to blow a hundred bucks i'd rather with a hundred bucks i'd rather buy a fucking blender or something or you'd rather go to a nice dinner yeah i'd rather i'd rather buy a nice steak or like yeah eat a real good meal speaking of steak um there's a rebrand this week that i think we should talk about and it's for oscar meyer Oh yeah, Oscar Mayer is the iconic hot dog company and Meat brand. <laughs> Processed. Oh, okay. Um, how how would you describe Oscar Mayer? Well, brand new. Shout out, brand new. Shout out. Um, um, they say shout out to Armin. They're an American meat and cold cut production company with a wide portfolio of processed meats, including hot dogs, bologna, bacon, ham, and turkey. Yeah, it's an American meat and cold cut production company, but it's a hot dog company. It's a hot dog and bologna and bacon. It's the Wienermobile and Lunchable products. That, I mean, that's that, I mean, that's what they're known. Have you ever seen the Wienermobile IRL? Never once. Really? No, Must never be a, a single day in my life. I think I've seen it in my childhood, maybe, maybe like five times. Really? Yeah, you never really forget. Yeah. Have you ever, like look at the picture. No, you're, you're going to remember sick. seeing that. I hope one day we do a brand that has some sort of mobile. <laughs> How many brands have mobiles? Not very many. I would say, I mean, with the internet right here, I'm not going to look it up. I would say probably three. What Name two other brands that have vehicles as part of their brand. I only have Batman. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got me there. Okay, Kevin, what is your take on bologna? I don't really fuck with it. Wow. I didn't like it when I was a kid. Wow. I have had a fried bologna sandwich in the past year, though, and it was all right. Wow. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just not my cup of tea. Um, you can miss me with mortadella as well. I think that's just fancy bologna, and I like mm. it better, but, you mm. know. Speak. Speak, Kevin. I agree with you on the mortadella thing. I think mortadella has become like a hipster Brooklyn Yeah, it's meat, not that good. And it's not good. And I, to be honest, it's... Like a Court Street grocer, yeah. like their Italian he- hero, mm-hmm. has like mortadella as like 
the hero ingredient, and I think it. I think it's a solid. It's a solid meat on a sandwich. Like, really? If if you put it in a mix, like um, if there if you got some salami and mortadella and and prosciutto and maybe something like a little leaner. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just like mortadella is like pretty greasy. It's almost the same greasiness as prosciutto, but just not as good. Oh, uh, prosciutto for me is my number one. Oh, number one, absolutely. Re- so yeah. you and I, oh, we never even. I'm a connoisseur. This. You're a connoisseur. Oh yeah, I'd be going to. I'm going to Caputo's. Shout out Caputo's. One of the best grocery stores in all of Brooklyn. You know, you know who put me onto that? Who? Shout out Jeff Cardos. Is that the one on Smith Street? It's on Court on, Street. It's on Court Street, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We got you a gift card for your birthday. No, no, no. That was Paisano's. Oh, Paisano's. That's a different place. Caputo's, I'm not I'm not recognizing we got the, oh, I got the, God, I got got the, the Paisano's hat. hat. You know what I almost wore today? What? My Greenberg's bagels hat. Oh, you got one? I copped a bagel. The beanie or the, the No, hat? the like uh, seafoam green corduroy. It's a good call. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Greenberg's. They fucking make the best bagel sandwiches in Brooklyn. They're fucking unbelievable. So here's my thought on Oscar Mayer, and I'm, I am hungry. Um, growing up, a fried bologna sandwich, like, and again, I'm, maybe I'm mixing this up, but like the like classic bologna stick. Wait, what? You had bologna sticks? Um, no, a bologna stick's just a hot dog. I feel like bologna is just a big hot dog. Hmm. Maybe maybe I'm wrong about this. Maybe I remember this differently. Maybe my childhood is all a lie. But I think... Sorry. Rewind. Remove that part. Remove that from the record. Yeah, we'll cut it. A bologna sandwich is like a classic growing up Is there anything thing. else on the sandwich? Mustard, mustard okay. and ketchup and ketchup. Okay. My mo- my mom would. So you're basically you're just eating a hot. You're eating a deconstructed hot dog at that point. Yes, a yeah. hot dog sandwich. Which I can, is I can get on board with that. Yeah, but you have to you have to you have to cook it. Yeah, you cook it up. You get it. You know, put it put it on the pan. It gets all fucking oily and shit, and it's like cooked. Yeah. And then yeah, it's 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 basically a hot dog sandwich. Yeah, and it's I fire. Bologna was ruined for me. I think a babysitter of mine gave me a. Cold bologna sandwich with American cheese. Ooh, and yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't fuck. Yeah, with like it. a cold Oscar Mayer bologna sandwich, just on like a white bread. Yeah, <laughs> it was classic on Wonder Bread with American cheese. Yeah, that's per, that's gross. But I think if you like an elevated, just even slightly, just by putting it, like grilling it and yep. putting some mustard, like I think you're in for a good time. And to be honest, I can go for one right now, not just because I'm hungry, because I've been liking. This is what happens, Kevin, when you turn 30, in your 30s. You grow up in your mm-hmm. 20s, and you're like, I'm, I'm above a bologna sandwich. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm onto prosciutto. Like, you discover new types of food that are, like, elevated and, and better. You're like, oh, I love my turkey sandwich, and that's great. But I'm like, now I'm a prosciutto and fresh mozzarella and, like, a, you know, paisanos. You get a good sandwich. And then you turn, like, 30 or 32 or 34, and now, you know, 36. You're like... Let me try that bologna sandwich. Like, because you had it when you were like, you haven't, I haven't had a bologna sandwich in like 20 years. Yeah. But the thought of having one would just bring back those like childhood memories. Well, that's just called nostalgia, Alex. No, I, I, I have that as well. Too. No, but I think nostalgia, like, you go, what I'm here, what I'm trying to tell you is that you go through waves and I'm, I'm on a nostalgia kick. And I would, I, right now, I'd go for a bologna sandwich grilled with, you know, and again, I would like it a little bit elevated, but it would, it would, it would slap 100%, I think. All right. I Let's get it. back to the point. All right. The point Oscar is- Mayer did a rebrand and it's not good. What? What are you talking about? Not good. How is it not good? So first and foremost, the typography is a mess. 
The logo isn't a better logo. The shape is iconic. And the logo, it's too whimsical. What do you, It's a processed and meat brand. What do you want from it? There's a way to do this right. Like, there's a way, and I hate to say this because it looks like this is the type of project. Like, look at what JKR did for Heinz. And you want to see, like, taking an, like, an established iconic brand, celebrating its identity, celebrating its color, celebrating its system, celebrating its, like, its assets, its iconic assets, and, like, leaning in and, like, reinventing them and redesigning them and making them feel fresh and new and exciting again. They tried to do that. I don't think it's successful. I don't know. I mean... I think the logo is much better. They simplified it. They chose a more normal sans serif. I don't know. They made the strokes one. There's no little divot in that red. They got rid of the like Y connecting to the outer thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be a hater because, and again, I don't want to be a hater on the show because, like, I don't want to be. No, I mean, you I, should I, you should express yourself. I no, I mean, I just valid. like I look at this work and it's like I get what you're trying to do. It just doesn't hit for me. There's one thing I do like where they take the bologna package and they deconstruct it to just like a circle and a square. Oh yeah, that's a classic that's a classic move. Alex Center move right there. Yeah, I mean you take it take it down and can strip it down to its uh, basic parts, but yeah, I think the packaging is a miss for me. I mean obviously consistency is nice. I don't I don't love the secondary typeface. It just is a little too it's a little too whimsy, it's a little too playful for me. Um I think um I I just you know what? I just think here's the thing. Alex, this brand has a wiener mobile. They're women. Yeah, that's playful. sick. If they think about like how hot like seventies nostalgia design is, you know, and how like, you know, Burger King and, you know, Chibani and like all these things, like they could easily have done this and 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 done it better. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying that like the the type is not even on the right angle for the shape. Like it's just it's just it's it's a swing and a miss for me. And that's okay. But it's and maybe that's just because, like, I have a strong place in my heart for Bologna and Oscar Mayer as a brand. It's 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 close, but it's just you know I think it's all in the execution and uh, the commercials. I thought were good. Yeah, I liked the. I, I liked thought the, the commercials were good. Keep it Oscar. I also I liked how Armin was like, I'm not an advertising critic, but that's not going to stop me here. Shout out to Armin. That's hilarious. I mean, it looks like they had a lot of fun with this. Like, I'm I'm here for it. Oh, it's a fucking fun project. Yeah. Know? Like, what are you going to do? Not have fun with this? No, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. I just want a little bit more. I'm just, yeah. maybe I'm maybe I'm greedy, Kevin. I just, I want a full system. I want an animations. I want characters. I want a whole world. I want a better secondary typeface. I want the type to be aligned with the shape that it's inside. I'm not trying to be a brand new commenter, but like some, some, some little, I don't like that A. Okay. You think there's any relation between uh, John Mayer and Oscar Mayer? Did, um, did John Mayer change the pronunciation of his last name to distance himself from the bologna company i can't confirm nor deny that but let's get him on the pod he can shout out to john mayer okay so kevin we got three topics here that are sort of the last three we're gonna do them hot fire because i didn't know any one of these three stories so this is kevin informing alex about the internet what's going on All right, so well, joe and jill biden took an interesting photo with uh the 
Jimmy Carter and his wife. I'm sorry. I don't okay, Kevin. Um, they look really big, and it's kind of fucked up how big they look. I don't really know why they went with that photo. They should have chosen another photo, maybe without a wide lens. That's on the photographer. Is this a story? Are people talking about it? Dude, this? people are talking about it. Like, why the fuck are they so big? <laughs> like, Is this an illusion? It looks like an illusion. It looks fake. It kind of looks photoshopped. Like, the hard flash and the wide angle is really not how you should be taking this photo. <laughs> like, they just look so fucking big. And like visually, like what what are you thinking using I mean, I can see I can see Joe Joe Biden's like significantly in front of Mrs. Carter. Joe Biden's like kind of like on the same area and space that Jimmy Carter's in. She still looks fucking huge. <laughs> Sorry, this photo uh I haven't really seen it. They look so big and so funny. Fire that photographer. Like not really, but I don't know. That seems like an odd choice. It's a great photo. It's an amazing photo, actually. Amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. What a, I mean, it's a great photo. Shout out to Twitter immediately giving me an Oscar Mayer ad. Cause shout out, shout shout out, out to Meyer. technology. Okay, second story here, Kevin. Oh, New York has a new king, and his name is World of Shirts. He's a TikTok star, and you might recognize him, and you might not, but he goes around New York... What's this? Is that Empire State of Mind? That is the Jay Z and Rihanna tune from uh, probably two thousand and yeah, yeah, in New York. He goes around and sings Concrete Empire State of Mind. Where dreams are made of. There's nothing you can't do. Now you're in New York. Covers a lot of ground in the city. Comes here just about every weekend and kind of does the same stuff. But he's been pop. He's I've I've known about him for about maybe two months now and love his content. Shout out Joshua of World of Shirts. Um, please check him out. He is just out there. He he's just yelling, just yelling this song, like tone deaf, like just with his whole heart. And it's just it's refreshing to see somebody just disregard like you know like I wouldn't be out here doing this, but to be honest, if I, if I see him, it's on site. Like we're we're making a, I'm hopping in the TikTok video and I'm yelling with him. But uh, me, me, this is my city. New York is my city. It's his city, Alex. Listen, I'm gonna vote for this guy for mayor. It should be his city. I think things would be a lot better if uh if he was our mayor. And uh, that's my hot take. All right. Um. I'm aligned. What's his name? Joshua? Joshua from World of Shirts. From, uh, I think he said Medford. That's some, it's Long Island. Yeah? Yeah. It's, that's it's a Long Island boy? That's a Long Island. Yeah, I cut from the same cloth. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what just lo- bored, that's, that's what, you know what that, you know what it reminded me of? Bored suburbia. Yeah. That's, that's the vibe I got from that video, which is great. I mean, listen, it's funny as hell, but yeah. it's like, I got, Nothing to do. I'm growing up in 2021. I live 45 minutes from New York City. I'm going to hop on a train. I'm going to... New York City is my playground. And uh, I'm just going to have some fun. He rules. Shout so out, shout Joshua. out to him. Uh, I think it... Uh, yeah, it's funny. I wish I had... Uh, funny. I wish I had half the confidence he has. 
Oh, Kevin, I feel like this is something that you would totally do. Maybe. I don't I don't know if I got that anymore. What, to just go around and fucking make a scene in public? Yeah, I mean, I, I like to think that I could, but... No, I think this is just, you're just, you know, unfortunately, you're just a bit more mature older man right now, Kevin. Nah, fuck know, it. I can, you know, I can get back on this grind. You know, I think if you were, if you were 17 right now, and you were growing up on, you know, you were grow- and just, if you were 17 right now, I think you'd be on TikTok doing some funny, crazy shit. I think you're ready, you were on TikTok doing funny, crazy shit right now. But Not be- at the clip that I should be. No, that's what I'm saying. You'd be doing more of it. You would, yeah. you would be making videos and... You would be like, yo, what are we doing this weekend? What fucking crazy thing could True. we do on TikTok? I mean, that's what you'd be doing. Age ain't nothing but a number, so I should I need to get back out there. Kevin. And, and I, I need, think that's the moral of the story I is that this kid, Joshua from Medford, is uh is is you know, he's he's putting you to shame. I mean, he's you should be that should be you. Yeah. You should be making you should make more TikTok content. True. That's right. Because you, you made one video and it fucking went bananas yeah we uh made one video you mean you who we did we hit, you went up to the plate and you hit a strong triple 1.3 1. 1. i'd say 1.3 mil I th- i'd say that's a home run you hit you hit out you your first at bat in the majors you hit a home run and then you were like you know what it's time to time to put down the cleats you're gonna be like time, yo time I'm, to not, hang I'm not playing anymore so kevin that's for you the last story yeah. here is um to be honest it took me a minute to understand what was going on but it's from the New York Post, and this is a Canadian drummer who passed away, and his family decided to have him, instead of in a casket, sitting as a corpse behind a five-piece drum kit in his funeral home. It's so sick. And to be honest, it's pretty fucking weird but it's pretty fucking dope. Yeah. It says Bonnie Brent's last performance. His last performance in front of So this may get dark here, Kevin, but I'm kind of I'm kind of with the like yo, why are we just putting ourselves in boxes? Exactly. Let's let's have some more fun. <laughs> let's have, we could do let's get creative. No, let's push the boundaries. Let's a push bit. the boundaries. When you're at your funeral, what do you want to be doing, Kevin? Oof. I mean, last week we talked about DMX and how he came in on a monster truck. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. I think that's that's up there. Um let's wait for these sirens to dissipate. We should probably close the the window when we podcast, you know, just to True. If we're going to be professional podcasters, you know, we might want to just just true, get true. as little amount of outside uh, noise as humanly possible. Oof. Just just a thought. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, but so actually being practical about it, when I die, I want to have like a, uh, I want to be turned into like a tree or something. I want to no casket. I just want to like return back to the earth. You know, maybe maybe I could be like some a weed plant or something. You know, cannabis flower. Um, but impractically, I would fucking I want to be posed doing something. Um, I don't know what that would be. Maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll be posed doing a podcast. Maybe maybe. This oh is yeah, behind calling, the mic you know, right now. Behind the mic, just you with the microphone and the headphones on. Yeah, <laughs> just sitting at a desk. No, more cynically, I'd probably just be typing away at a computer. <laughs> So and then you so know shooting sad. for the stars here, I would love, 
I would love to be for my casket to be brought in on a monster truck like DMX, okay. and then for me to be shot into space or something like that. That'd be pretty tight. So, Kevin, here's here's my vision for you. Ready? It's you, and you're dead, but you're naked, sitting backwards on a toilet on Sold. your phone. Sold. Right. And it's just like that's Kevin. Doing what he loves to do. I love it. Naked, taking it, dropping a deuce, having some fun. Yeah. Pants around the ankles. Sorry, not fully naked because that would be crazy. Well, I've been using I've been using the squatty potty recently, so okay. I've, been, I've been taking the pants fully off. Fully off. Yeah. But we we don't you know I think it would be alarming, so we just need to make sure you're you're covered. I don't. This is not you know this is not like you know this is not we don't want this to be crazy. Yeah. But you. In your favorite pose, on 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 the on the on the deucer, just I would just take it going out, just giving giving the fellas one last laugh, giving the finger double fingers, yeah, just being like, you know what, that's Kevin, you know, and you know what, I think everyone in that everyone in that room would be sad, but you know what, they'd be like, ha, that's Kevin, got you us one what? last time. He wanted to make people laugh. He wanted to bring people joy and. You know, one last time he did that for the people. That would be beautiful. That would be beautiful. Um, how how do you want to how do you want to be presented? I don't have the right answer. See, this is what I'm. I'm better. I'm a better branding creator for others. It's hard what, to do what it for would myself. Your, what would your brand? Oh yeah, okay. It's hard to do. It's hard yeah. to think for myself. I guess the best answer would be they put you in a big um, vitamin water bottle. I want to be, I want to be cremated. And for the record, this is not my last dying wish. So please do not. Actually, this is all. This is all parody purposes. If I pass away tomorrow, do not do this. I would be cremated and put in a bottle of triple X, and just be like, "There's Alex. He." Um, and then, do you want your closest friends and family to then drink that bottle? Go to the bodega, and just put me in a fridge. Put me in a cooler. Okay. And just be like, Alex. He did. He he turned into package design. That's what he he went out. He came into this world. He made a lot of he made a lot of good. But in the end, actually, you know what? Cremate me. Put me in a bottle of triple X. Put me on the shelf right, right there. Right there. Put you on the center shelf. Put me on the center shelf next to all of our uh, hard work and be like, you know what? He did it. He made it to the show. He did it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the show this week. Thank you, Kevin. Um, whew, you know, another show in the books. Cool. That's a wrap. Thank you. Peace. Oh, I'd love to be an Oscar Mayer wiener. That is what I truly like to be. Cause if I